Hey everyone, welcome back to the Puka Show. If you're new here, I am your host, Michael Lother, and on this show, we expose the leftist lies on environmentalism, life, and freedom. Today is a Sunday special episode where I interview Major Williams and he talks about the most pressing issues of California, his Restore California plan, and what it means to think major about California. This is a great episode, great interview. Let's go. All right, we're live. There we go. Yeah, welcome to the Puka Show. This is Major Williams. He's running for governor in 2022. He's going to save California. We're going to think major. <laughs> we got to think major about California. There you go. There you go. And I, I give you a, a quick little correction. I believe that we are going to save California because you guys are doing a great job. Great, great hey. work as well. Hey, we're doing the best we can. All right. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are sure. and um what what are your core values sure well first of all thank you for having me on Uh, i appreciate it every time i get opportunity to get on one of these platforms and share a bit about myself or even just let people know i exist you know i get i get uh i get thrilled about that opportunity but uh core values is that you know i i I believe in god Uh, i believe in fairness i believe in freedom i believe in liberty i believe we live in one of the most uh, amazing countries ever and California is a replica of that as well. And um, that's why every single day I'm fighting to make sure that we, re- re- we remain the same. And also uh, we restore our state because obviously we know that we're in a different uh, situation right now where there are a laundry list of uh, options or items that are happening right now, which is uh, pushing a lot of Californians out of California. Uh, and, that, and that narrative has to change. And it only changes unless we have the right kind of champions in place, in elected officials making decisions on our behalf from a collaborative effort versus a one-size-fits-all perspective, which is what we're all dealing with and fighting against right now. Correct. And the Democratic Party nationally right now is saying they want to base their perspectives off of a California-based policy. And clearly that's not working if everyone's leaving. So, right. <laughs> I mean, Everyone's flocking to the red states and voting the same way, but clearly there's a lot of problems. And what do you think the most pressing issues are in this state and which will you address on day one in office? So for, for me, uh, that's a, a broad question because when you say states, you got to understand sections of the state have different priorities and different issues. And so for me, I will be the governor of California, not a section of the state. But what I will tell you what's pretty universal is homelessness across our entire state. Under Gavin Newsom's leadership it has went up over 16% over the last two years. And that is only because we're looking at it like a business versus a service, which is a part of my Restore California plan, which is gonna change the dynamics and also the perception on how you deal with homelessness. Uh, and also just make sure that we educate people on how we are actually going to do it, meaning that Uh, We're going to let them know that we have three different pillars. One of them is bringing back mental health hospitals. Uh, The second one would be re-engaging with drug and rehab facilities. 
And the first two will not work at all unless we have the third component, which is wraparound services, which is going to um, bring other individuals on board from a job perspective, trade perspective, housing perspective. And um, I'm okay with being uncomfortable at the beginning of my, of my governorship because I truly intend to erase the tent encampments off of our sidewalks, off of our, off of our streets, uh, and, and away from our parks. But at the same time, it's not like, hey, get out of here. We're going to have a very comprehensive plan. And we're going to use and utilize other successful models from different regions and custom tailored for California and, and LA County specifically. Uh, so we can put a, a, a dent or decrease our homelessness population within the first year to two years of our administration. So I'm excited about that opportunity. Awesome. So the Restore California plan, I'm sure is a very broad topic here and then yeah. the restore uh, the homelessness it's like a the pillar three is almost like an incentive based program if i'm understanding right. correctly right well, i mean right now we're dealing with democrat leaders and the government that wants to enable people and or disable them it seems like right, right? but we want to empower we represent uh supporting people from an empowerment position and saying that hey uh, this is where you are now. We are okay with supporting you now, but the incentive for us to continue to support you mm -hmm. is really for you to get back on track and get reacclimated back into society. Mm -hmm. I don't think that conversation is being had enough, and I don't think the services and the programs are standing on those principles and those values. So people are falling by the wayside when it comes to those services, and then they never propel themselves out of their situations. And so we want to change that. And the only way that we do that, you know, it starts with leadership. Right. So you Essentially, you're restoring the American dream of California by getting people absolutely that in entrepreneurship. I know you're huge on that. Um, absolutely, you're an entrepreneur yourself. Yes, yes, yes. absolutely. Last 20 years, uh, uh, entrepreneur, small business owner for the last 20 years, um, and I believe that it takes a certain type of individual to exist or last in those spaces. And you know, it, it comes with having imagination. It comes with having. Uh, grit, determination, belief in yourself. And that's why I'm able to exist in this particular space because I'm not like a career worker and nothing against career workers, but it's just mm -hmm. a different mindset that you have when you have to figure out how to make a dollar right. every single day to keep your lights on, right? And once you find those sweet spots or whatever, it just feels so joyous and it just feels totally. so momentous. And it's just something that we need to start sharing on a broader perspective because story is still a, a great form of communication. And, and if people hear en enough of, uh, enough of uh, great stories, uh, we'll, we'll see that our message through policy is gonna relate a lot better than it has in the past. That's amazing. I like that idea of the entrepreneurship because especially with the left, we're seeing now that they, like you said, keep people down. They want people on their healthcare. They want people under their unemployment. And we can't say this for sure, but it seems like some of these state lockdowns were in a way forcing people to stay down so they could keep them under their control in a way, keeping them scared. Um, and when you're scared, when you're strapped to the government's hip financially, you're easier to manipulate. Do you think not just in California, but nationwide, that's what's going on, that they're trying to gain control. What will you do to ensure that our liberties are given back to the people, especially in California with the strict lockdowns and curfew? And Well, I'll tell you just from my travels up and down the coast and also talking to people who have fled 
countries where real communism and socialism was uh, a failed process. And what they're saying is some of these elements that's happening right now are the very same elements that actually got them to the place where they felt like they had to flee for their lives or flee from those uh, dictators that they were governed by. And so, you know, looking at the history and looking at the records, it does kind of feel that way. But for me, it really is making sure that people understand that it starts with leadership. Uh, a lot of things change instantly. Uh, if you look at the current administration on the national level, uh, you know, probably set a record for the most uh, executive orders ever of nothingness. Um, but Trump's but, the dictator. <laughs> right, exactly. But the role will be reversed in, in regards to having somebody in place that wants to create a beneficial policy versus detrimental policy and truly working to work with both sides of the aisle so we can truly restore our state. Right. As I tell everyone, this is not my campaign. This is our campaign. And our so campaign. for me, um, it, it's, it's, it's just about coming in with the right foundation, mm -hmm. um, with the right plan, but being realistic about what plans truly represent. I think career politicians always talk about a plan, but they don't add the context to go along with the plan. Every plan is a, is a, is a working document, meaning that it's like throwing things up against the wall to try to see what sticks. Because at this point, we don't have enough data from people from previous leadership to show us uh, a roadmap because everything mm -hmm. they've been a part of has been failure. Hence, this is why we are where we are right now. Right. And I just think it's gonna come down to a different brand of leadership, someone who acknowledges and takes pride that we are the fifth largest economy in the world and we should act like it and make sure that this is open for business. We are business friendly. And we are here to support all Californians uh, moving forward. Awesome. Yeah, I want to touch on that because I think that's what makes you a good leader. Totally cut out to be perfect for California is because you're not a career politician. You're not bought out along the way like Newsom has been by the teachers unions. Um, that's why our schools are still closed, if I'm understanding correctly. And you want to get things done. Like you have, a, yeah. if you're coming into office with this restore California plan to get, you know, this, this, and this done and these problems, these major problems to the left, they've been major problems and they keep these problems, help them stay in office. Cause they propose these very broad, you know, vague plans and um, you coming in there and getting those done in one term, a few years, even that's, that's what California needs. How will, how are you going to get the other side of the aisle to come on board with that, knowing that they really stick to these plans? Like, how are you going to unify um, the governing body of California that's severely divided well, right now? Yeah, well, for me, I've always been a unifier in, in the industry that I've worked in in the past mm -hmm. or even previously today. Um, oftentimes when people ask that question and think it's just such a hard thing to do, it's more so because they're projecting what they feel like they can accomplish, right? This is my superpower, me being able to go into a room and facilitate great conversation and message effectively enough to where it resonates to a percentage of individuals. Now, just like in real life, I'm not going to resonate with 100% of anybody, including voters, right? But it's mm -hmm. really about having those opportunities, one-on-one, -on -one, small groups, or even big groups, and being able to be a leader and effectively communicate something that's beneficial for everybody and let everyone know it makes sense. But also just telling people as far as voters, how you get things done is understanding it's like negotiation and business, right? You give a little to get a little, right? And you, mm -hmm. you, you leverage it out 
and you position yourself in a way uh, that they feel like they're getting something as well. May not be getting it right then, but because they've been able to give us a little leeway right now, we have to oblige on, on their what they want to do a little later. And that's just how uh, you know leg, uh, legislation works, business works, negotiations works. Um, and I'm open for that. And that's something that I've been a part of for a very long time in multiple industries. And I'm very comfortable in those spaces. I look forward to not challenging, but also just championing them and just, um, just building them up. I think that a lot of pushback comes from the left and right because no one knows how to engage or even talk to each other or just someone that comes in from a storyboard perspective and remind them what it's truly about and what our purpose is, which is to be here for the people here in California for us to work collectively together on their behalf, not for us to line our pockets, not for us to like, you know, uh, just be walking around, you know, trying to get fame and cloud or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Uh, because I'm taking a huge sacrifice. This wasn't on my trajectory. I didn't have goals and dreams and ambitions of being the next governor of California. Uh, this is something that has been placed in my life by a great support group. And also certain things that happened to me from a spiritual perspective that put me in this a particular position. And now that I'm here, I'm going to own it. I'm going to compete and I'm going to work my butt off to, to add the most value to our state and also to the world. That's amazing. Um, I don't know if any, everyone listening to this will feel that the left has the same outlook on California as you do, like working for the people. Um, I think you're the man to get them back on track in that way. Um, do you want to go unpack a little deeper on how you decided to run for governor? Sure. Well, it came from a few different layers. Well, uh, full context, I ran for mayor of Pasadena. Um, it was a two-year run. Um, first time candidate ever. And it was interesting because there was a running joke that I would get 100 votes. I ended up getting close to four or 5,000 votes, which was kind of historic here uh, locally. Um, being a first-time candidate, Black conservative Republican, and uh, we stole the voters' block. But after that election, I came in third out of four candidates, and I wanted to stay politically active. This is right when the lockdowns uh, happened in March, mm-hmm. and I created this um, committee called the New California Governor Committee or the New California Governor Group, and I was the president of it. Had a few other individuals that I uh, admired politically, and we went out to we we set out to. Uh, find and support the next Republican governor candidate. And so we were talking to many, many people. And, you know, after every conversation, as far as my pitch or whatever, they would come back full circle. We're like, you know what, Major, you should just run. And, you know, me having a sports competitive background, I just took a loss. I just, you know, I, I don't want to be like this, you know, perpetual runner, like always running for a race in the office. And so I was hesitant just because of that. I was, I was in my own head, but uh, a few people pointed out to me, it's not just because of how you position yourself, talking about some of the needs and the criteria, what, what's needed to restore California. It was more so about what you personally did in your mayoral race um, and the demographics that you were able to effectively communicate with. Uh, but I always tell people what brought it full circle. I'm a very spiritual person. My grandfather's name is LJ Dean. He passed away some years ago, but the old man still talks to me today, still to this day. And he basically came to me in a dream and uh, he said two words. He said, step up. And I knew what step up meant. 
Uh, at that particular time, I had woke up in a cold sweat because he had came to me that particular night. I woke my wife up. She grabbed my hands. She prayed for me. Once I opened up my eyes, I literally saw a vision of myself being sworn in as a 41st governor of California wow. on a Bible. Like, Let's make sure we have that in context on because people are doing a lot of goofy things these days. Mm-hmm. Um, but ever since that, you know, 176, 177 days later, here we are. Amazing momentum. Democrat supporting, young people, first time voters supporting, the older generation is supporting. And we're just getting so much love and support because I believe that California is at a place right now where we are understanding that we are unified in frustration. And that's where we can find the, the, uh, the, the common bridge of communication and working together. It's not really about this, it's not really about that, it's really about us. And that's, what's re- that's what my campaign is representative of, us us we the people of california absolutely and you're doing a great job with that i was at your campaign retreat just Ah, a few weeks ago good time good time that was great that really like you were saying you know social media can do so much but the human connection is is something else and you have that ability that newsom clearly doesn't have um but you're When's the last time you've seen Newsom down at Skid Row? You're you're always out in the public. You're talking to people. Um, you're real relatable, and that's great for a campaign. Um, that'll really, I think, that'll propel you so far forward against anyone else. Um, I'm not. Is are there any other Republicans running for governor for California? Uh, so, so- uh, yes, there are a few of them running, but none of them worth mentioning, uh, you know, on, on the no, platform. No. Uh, but uh, there are, are some that are there. I'm not making a lot of big splash at this particular point. They are. Uh, we, 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 we are the we are the front runners at this that's point. Great. And um, uh, that's kind of like what our focus is. Totally. So I'm 19 years old. I'm young. Um, <laughs> the youth vote in California from what I've noticed is always super like socialist because mostly the environment, that's their number one issue. And I think you have a great opportunity here starting in California to change that narrative. Um, A big theme on this show is exposing the leftist lies about environmentalism, life and freedom, Um, PUCA, is an environmental surf brand. That's why we do beach cleanups. So what do you say as a Republican to the youth vote who is super adamant about the environment? How are you going to end wildfires? And what do you have to say to them about energy? Thirdly, ocean pollution. That's big. That's big everywhere. Um, What are we going to do for those three things? Let's just start. Well, well, it's just about, you know, once more, just having an open dialogue in regards to the realities that we all face, specifically here in California. Uh, For the last two years, more than anything, uh, there's been a lot of forest fires. Mm -hmm. Uh, The thing about that, it comes down to leadership, acknowledging that there are mechanisms and tools that we have resources uh, to to change that narrative. Right. Uh, Forest management, uh, grazing, logging, all these things have worked in the past. And so those are some of the things that from my administration, we are going to revisit and also put funding in it so we could, uh, so, so, we, so we're not in a predicament where we're losing, uh, losing lives. 
and also losing businesses and losing homes and acres and acres of land when it's something that can be pre uh, pre uh, prevented. Uh, in regards to just, uh, you know, the ocean or just, um, you know, the, the environment in itself, um, I always tell people it's like, and I heard this recently from someone, mm -hmm. um, I tend to try to focus on a lot of things that I can control more so things I can't control. Although I may be informed, although I may be educated on certain things, but it does stem down to like my inner being, like what can I control? Um, can we eat better? Yes, that we can control that. Can we clean up after ourselves? Yes. Can we create positive groups that go out to the beach and do cleanups and things of that nature? Um, yes, we, we can do that. Um, do we care about the ocean? Do we care about our resources? Yes. And I think oftentimes the narrative is that Republicans don't care. No, exactly. we do care. We do, yeah, we do care. We, do. we just have a different path on actually getting there. And we, like all things, believe in choice. And that's what, we, that's what the conversation will be about, talking to those young millennials. It really does come down to choice. It doesn't say that we don't, we don't care. It's just about choice and how we get there and using pace and being smart about it. Mm -hmm. um, no one wants to be evaporated you know, off the no. planet. No one wants it to be over in a couple of years, like AOC said as well. Yeah. Like, you know, so we are aware of that. Uh, we know that there's... Uh, we know that data can be misinterpreted. You can look at totally. what's going on right now totally. with this pandemic. Um, just because you see some data, it's not necessarily factual. We all are in the dark, so to speak, that it, it seems like, you know, but sometimes people put just so much energy into being so confident and right about something, mm -hmm. but we're not the experts. And then totally. the experts would be holding to them and they can do whatever they want with our psychology. So it's just a weird space. And it I just is. wanna to say to them, like, I love you. Uh, I support you. Let's focus on the things that we, immediate things that we can't control right now and know that everything else is going to take some time. There's no magic wand, but I am here for you. Totally. You hear them. You hear yes. their voice. That's great. So it is the choice. It's their choice to go out and do something productive. Just like... It's their choice, I think, their choice to wear a mask, their choice to get a vaccine, personal choice. Do you believe, I know you do, do you wanna go into that, um, switching gears from the environment back to COVID? COVID lockdowns, small businesses being totally destroyed here in California. Um, lockdowns, mask mandates, hopefully, by 2022, some of this is lifted, but in the case that it isn't, what are you going to do? What, what do you, what is your COVID plan right now? Well, at this point, based upon the data that we receive, we know that biz, small businesses um, can be open. Uh, of course, like all things, we want everyone to be safe and we want them to have safety precautions in place. But at the same time, my message will be strong. My message is if you feel threatened, uh, you should keep yourself in a safe distance away from people that you feel like could harm you or possibly kill you. Like that's what you would do naturally with your natural instincts in any environment. It's no different with this. But at the same time, uh, it is a choice and I don't judge you. I want you to do exactly what you feel like is best for you. 
uh, your well-being and also your your family and and it's okay the the issue that we come across is that people um, judging other people who choose a different choice and that shouldn't be the case so with me um, one under my administration we definitely would be open uh, with precautions, of course, uh, because we're not saying it, uh, it doesn't exist. It absolutely does exist. We're going through something right now medically with this pandemic. Um, but based upon the data and the recovery rates, which they don't share in the mass media at all, mm -hmm. um, I think we're being a good place. So I do not believe in mandatory vaccinations, uh, no different than I don't believe in mandatory, I'm sorry, mandatory mask, no different than I don't believe in mandatory vaccinations either for our kids or for anyone for that matter. Well, tell them how much of a great time we had at the retreat. And one of the main reasons why I did that is because, of course, I was being, I was being censored. But I realized something. I'm not beholden to any social media platform like no one else is. And I realized something. Everyone else, people are the strongest form of social, uh, um, totally. social media platform still to this day. Oh, Word of 100%. mouth. And also SMS, text messaging is still the biggest platform. A lot of people don't even realize that. And so... I took the initiative. I didn't sit in the corner and sob about my followers being at 160 or 160 yeah. or something for like it's five weeks. I said, you know what? I'm going to go out there and engage with people who support me and we're going to work and build together. And this is a shining example of us able to being able to do it again. But more importantly, people are seeing the blueprint that we are manifesting and okay. creating with. And you're going to see other people in the future oh, yeah. using these same type of tools to be able to get their message out there effectively. And mind you, everything that I'm thinking about is because I am desperate. I am desperate to get the right brand, the leadership in place so we can restore our state. This is the most amazing place ever. This is the Nike, Coca-Cola, whatever it brands is. of all states. <laughs> and it's time for us all to step up and unite and fight for it. And that's what my campaign represents. Oh. And that's what you represent doing everything that you're doing. And I just applaud you. I'm proud of you. I'm glad I had the opportunity to meet you and also come on your show. And um, we're going to do it more. Like oh, I'm yeah. accessible. You know, for this sure. is not the this is not the end. Uh, we'll be able to do this more and more. And people will see uh, a major Williams administration will be active and interactive uh, and engaging like never before. Like I don't just disappear into the white building. Like right. I am going to be out there with You're you. Gonna I'm going to be saying, hey, we're going to work this out together. Why? Because that's just a part of who I've always been. So it totally. doesn't change. If anything, it actually um, accentuates it even more so because they have a bigger platform, voice and resources to be able to help and unite and empower more people. And that's what it truly is about. Yeah. And you being, me meeting you, being able to spend the entire day with you, just um, it really fueled my passion for your campaign. Like I'd always supported you. I'd never met you. But, you know, spending the whole day with you, walking the pier with you, being able to talk to you. Um, yeah. It was a beautiful that, day, too. <laughs> oh, it was great. It was perfect. Um, that really creates waves. And I mean that because the beach cleanup we just hosted, about, I don't know, 20 of the people that were at your um, campaign event that we all networked together, we were all there. <laughs> wow, and, that's amazing. Yeah, we were it was it was great. Um met some great friends there, started a turning point USA chapter with Yeah, I um, heard congratulations. With, uh, <laughs> thank you with uh Savannah. You know, it's just it's growing. I mean, we can't endorse you as a turning point USA. <laughs> um but 
you know, keep doing that. Um, that's, yeah. that's my message for you. Keep, and I know you plan on it, but do them as yeah. often as you can with as many people as you can, you know, up in, in San Francisco, maybe even, yeah. um, just, yeah. it creates huge, huge, immense support. And, um, that's what, <laughs> that's what I have for you. And that's what everyone I've met at that event. That's how we're all unified. And, um, we all have the same values in that way. And, you know, you're a man of the people. You're, you don't just Thank say you. that though. You're actually, you're there. And yeah. um, that's what California needs. We need someone to reach out that hand and say, Hey, I am your leader. I am cut out to be a leader because I'm not, you know, bought out like I was saying. And yeah, I really do have faith in you. We are going to save the save the state of California. We really absolutely, are. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely right. Absolutely. Right. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. It's time to think. Until, until next time, I think I think one of our next uh, engagements should be me surfing for the first time. So we'll create some more moments hey. in history. <laughs> hey, if you need someone to teach you to surf, uh, I need you have it. my phone number. <laughs> <laughs> We should uh, Absolutely. We can have an episode on that too. <laughs> Let's do it, man. Let's do it. You, you'll yeah. see me. You'll see me um, uh, crash a few waves. I we'll guess. get you out to. Um, we'll get you to San Onofre. I think. I think we'll have a good day out there. We could have a campaign retreat. Yeah, let's beach. do it. Yeah, let's do it. All right. I, I'll break out the sandals. <laughs> All right. Yeah, and the and the sunscreen. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Definitely right. have to have that. We're gonna do that. I'm holding you to that. Let's do it. I'm with it. All right. We'll be there. Okay. Well, thank you for coming on to the show. And I felt like this was really productive. I think everyone who listens to me, this is going to be a great way for them to learn more about you. Um, where can people support you? Sure. You can support in a variety of ways. One of them is the simplest way is just to share some of the content that we're doing and the messaging and the policies that we represent also sharing the website is very key as well. Um, you know, purchasing merchandise always helps because you're walking advertising for the campaign, which kind of extends all over. Uh, donating to the campaign, becoming an ambassador, minimum $5 every single month, that helps as well. And um, yeah, just continue to share and spread the word. You know, like I said, people are still the most powerful social media tool that we have, and we have to make sure that we utilize that. Perfect. And do you have an Instagram, a Twitter? People, yes. Can, let's break that 170. Yes. It's 170 now, right? 171, I think, 171. right now. 171. All right. Post We're growing. Oh, it's 172. 172. Yeah. Okay. So on Instagram, it's uh, at Major Williams. And on Twitter, is at Major CA Gov. So Instagram, Major Williams. Instagram and Twitter is at Major CA, at Major CA Gov. Perfect. Any any closing remarks for the people closing remarks is is make sure that you sign the recall petition. Uh, we're, oh, we're yeah. close. We're close. Um, it looks 1. like 3? it's it's yeah. It looks like it's going to happen. Uh, but the reason why it's going to happen is because you chose to go beyond being in the stands of frustration and getting yourself yeah. out on the field in the political totally. field and, and giving action and playing an actual game. And so right. make sure to sign that, uh, make sure to keep your morale up, make sure to check on people that are next to you, uh, to your left and to your right. And uh, make sure tonight when you go home 
or whenever you watch this, just randomly tell someone a, a nice gesture and just compliment them and just bring a smile to somebody's face. It's time for us to boost some morale and just uh, think major about the future of California. Think major. There's always a reason yes, to be happy in this world. And um, yes, you know, you being someone who is a very optimistic person, that's what California needs. That's what California Thank needs. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate it. Right. Well, until next time, thank you until so much for having me. So I appreciate more, it. Hey, we're going to be surfing. Aloha. <laughs> Shakas. Yes. Shakas all around. All right. Maybe some, yeah. Okay. I'm down for that. Maybe some volleyball. <laughs> oh, that'd all be right. fun. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, San Onofre has the courts. So let's, let's plan a day. I'm with it. Let's do it let's, soon. Let's get that on the schedule. Okay. Campaign retreat part two. Yes. All right. Hey, you enjoy your week. Live it up. Stay strong. Keep the faith. Um, stay stoked on life. Yes. That's, that's one of my life mottos. Stay stoked. Um, all right. So I think we're done here. Cool. We're good. Sounds good. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Of course. It. Hey, Until we'll next see, time. We'll see you soon. Hey, next time we'll be in the water. <laughs> if you enjoyed this episode, please consider going to PukaUSA.com. Pick out a nice t-shirt for yourself. Tell a friend to subscribe and start their own free thinking journey. Follow Major Williams on Instagram at Major Williams and on Twitter at Major If you haven't already, sign the recall Gavin Newsom petition. We are now at 1.4 million, under 100,000 to go. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, guys. God bless.